0: For damn sure.
1: Yes, yes, yes. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Tap Room Sports Podcast. I am your host Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Lats. <laughs> joined with my man Swerving in Washington, <laughs> Mister Big Ball, and Ben Larson. How are we doing tonight, fellas?
2: Good, chilling. Just trying to stay warm. Yeah, it's raining. So cold out raining there, or what? <sighs> Oh my God! Oh, this guy already starting, <laughs> dude. It's 52 and it's raining. It's been raining all day. Damn. 52.
0: That's not that bad.
2: Yeah, it's not that bad, but well, it is not
0: raining in Vegas, but it is cold. Yeah, we got it. We we get it tomorrow. So you guys getting um, hit hard? Uh,
1: everybody out in the base, stay safe tomorrow. Hearing it's gonna be some crazy storms. Thinking of y'all's. Stay safe, man. Stay safe. Um, so, um, I guess we have to address the elephant in the room to start the show off. And uh, that's Damar Hamlin's injury on Monday Night Football. Yep. Um, Bill said today that he went into cardiac arrest. Twice. was dead. He was dead. Twice. Twice. Yep, once on the field, once in the hospital. So... There's a few things to unpack here. Obviously, first, uh we know this is a violent game. It's almost inhumane sometimes uh how violent this game is. Um and it's only going to get worse to be honest with how bigger, how much bigger and faster and stronger these athletes are getting. Um
0: The crazy part is this wasn't a big hit.
1: No, it was just, you know, it's it was a routine play, a routine tackle freak accident hitting the right spot at the wrong time
2: yeah the collision and um it was just i haven't personally seen anything like that on the football or an nfl in college it happened once the kid from tulane i can't remember his name he was at the game yesterday and he went into a cardiac arrest on the field too but this never happened in nfl and you would think like it would be off a of helmet to helmet hit or something like that. But I guess the, the, the impact from the tackle with him and T Higgins caused a uh, a chest contusion that led to, uh, a, a cardiac arrest.
0: Yeah. There's, I've heard a couple of things. It could have been a tear in the aorta. It could have been mm-hmm. like, it could have been a couple of things The whiplash caused an adrenaline shot, which, made the heart misbeat and go into chaos. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. We've seen this in hockey just a couple of years ago, um, you know, with a player on the bench and look at that. It's another high contact sport. Yeah. I think yeah. Um, first thing I wanted to uh, talk about
1: uh, with this is, um, you know, kind of how the NFL handled the situation. Um, you know, he was, On the field for nine minutes, getting CPR, he gets escorted out, and then they say there's going to be a five-minute warm-up before they resume play. That's when we see Zach Taylor go over to Sean McDermott. Shortly after, both teams head to the locker room. Um, And then we come to find out that the NFLPA, the players contacted the NFLPA, who then contacted the NFL headquarters and basically said, hey, these guys aren't playing. They're, Mm -hmm. They're not going back out there tonight. And, I mean, you could see it in the Bills players' faces right after. I mean, there was guys crying on the sideline. Josh Allen was just like, I mean, he looked like he just saw a ghost. You know what I mean? Like, there was no way these dudes were going to be able to play this game. Right? So, I wanted to ask, first of all, how do you guys think the NFL handled this situation?
2: Uh, as expected. Like, we all know the NFL... It's all about a dollar and a cent. That's the way this game has been ran ever since the turn of the century. When Super Bowl commercials keep going up and up and up, this is a super – what's the word? It's a super publicized game and for financial gain of the 32 owners and the commissioners um, – and the commissioner of the league. So they're all about revenue – media, their image, protecting the shield, but at like a time like that, like Booger McFarlane said, it was bigger than a game of football. It was a life or death situation, so it's no way that game could have continued under any circumstances, and for the NFLPA to have to make the call and them not do it themselves just goes to show you that keep it a buck. The NFL don't give a fuck about these players. No, the owners don't. don't. The 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 GMs, the coaches probably do, but the owners don't give a damn. All they see is dollar signs. Because at the end of the day, we know this is a violent game. The collisions lead to lots of health problems. The ultimate one being CTE, which has led to numerous players' deaths and players to commit crimes and then kill themselves. And when they test their brain, their brains come back. The cognitive, is of a 72 75 year old and they're in their mid mid to late twenties and thirties, sometimes they forties, fifties. So we know what this game does to the human body. It's not normal, but these these players suit up for the love of the game, for the love of the fans. And they put their bodies on the line for us to entertain us each and every Sunday. And sometimes even us as fans take it for granted because we don't expect nothing like that to ever happen. Like, We've seen hits, we've seen helmet-to-helmet, helmet, we've seen dudes get knocked out cold, but two, three minutes later, they're up. We've seen dudes get paralyzed off freak collisions and accidents, but we've never seen a person actually lose their life and have to get resuscitated on the NFL football field. And it's, honestly, it probably will change the game.
0: Like, I, I completely agree with you on the whole, like, the NFL is going to be doing this for the dollar. But mm-hmm. we just saw this happen in soccer what a year and a half ago with uh, Christian Erickson, where yeah. he was dead on the field, and they had to resuscitate him and the the backlash that they saw you know in trying to restart the game thirty minutes later forty five minutes later why isn't why isn't the n f l being seeing this taking the history into account and making these decisions
1: yeah, I think you guys think are hit it on the head like they just don't care about the players because I mean if I'm a Buffalo Bills player there's no way I can go back out on that field without knowing that my teammate is alive you know at that point they didn't know if he was dead or alive exactly how do you go back out there not knowing that you know what I mean how are you going to play a football game
0: how are that you being not going mind? to put
2: all of everything into that game as well and on top of that, Dominic Foxworth hit the nail on the head, too, because he used to be the president of NFLPA. And he even said in the meetings it gets so contentious and so downright just not just – you can feel the tension in the room because the players are labeled greedy because they want certain guarantees, lifetime health care. They shouldn't have to get paid for their surgeries in the offseason if it's not the season. It's just these basic things that you would think that a league would take care of their players. That makes them so much damn money. They just don't but they, they get labeled greedy if they want certain eh, they if they want certain things tied into the CBA. Like the NFL is gonna get sued because we know the owners are colluding not to get these players guaranteed contracts. Yep. That's the reason why Lamar after Deshaun Watson, how could Deshaun Watson get a guaranteed contract and Lamar Jackson doesn't? Yeah. No, it's bad. It is
1: um there's definitely a disconnect there, but the you unfortunate know, thing is that there's such a wide gap of NFL players and their careers are so short that they just want to make that money as fast as they can. So they haven't really been able to rally around each other to
2: Yeah, unionize and all
1: that good stuff. So we'll see what happens there. But as far as um, uh, you know, the Buffalo and Cincinnati game is concerned, the NFL comes out today and said is uh it's still uh no makeup date basically, it's suspended. Um it's so not this
0: week, they haven't said that it's not going to happen. Just not this.
1: Yeah, week. just not this week. But you know, considering the playoffs are in a week, it it's hard to imagine how this is how this whole situation is going to play out. So before we came online, we were kind of like juggling, you know, thoughts and ideas of how this was going to go down, and you know, not to. I don't want to like put a damper on the moment and just say like you know first and foremost. Damar Hamlin's life is the most important thing. Yeah. Right. But we're just trying to figure out what is going to happen here, right? If you're the Buffalo Bills, do you play next week against New England? I mean, it still says it's to probably- be determined on the time. Like there's no time for that game yet.
2: Yeah, it's uh it's probably still going to be fresh in our minds, but you know, McDermott is a great leader. He has a great culture in that locker room. It'll probably give him some days to, you know, come back together, regroup and, you know, try to continue building towards what the ultimate goal is, the Super Bowl, because at least they know now that he is alive. He's, you know, he's still fighting. He's in critical condition, but they know that he's the The doctors are doing their best to make sure that he has some that he's can be as healthy as can be after that cardiac arrest, because the one thing that me and my admins for my USC group were talking about that him being in such peak condition and physical shape that helps him out too because we've seen what a cardiac arrest did to Mike Leach, yeah. it completely took him out. So him being an athlete and being healthy that probably goes a long way as way it goes a long way towards his recovery as well. So I think the Bills can refocus. They're probably it's still going to be heavy on their hearts and in their mind i think they'll be able to refocus and play this weekend um if anything the nfl could do them a favor and push their game back probably do like a double header on a monday or there's no some- monday game this week yeah. there's no monday game this week oh, yeah their game is listed at 10 a.m oh see that that'll probably be good if the nfl could push their game back to a monday but more than likely if it's at 10 a.m i think they're going to go forward and play because at the end of the day <clears throat> that'll give some type of solace to know that they're back playing the game that they love, and they know that their brother is is doing his. well, the doctors and him are probably doing their best to nurse him back to health. So, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, and I think that's something that they can rally behind too. Yeah. Is let's win this for tomorrow. Like he's he's the one who's missing, but he's still that a connection piece. He's still you know someone that's needed to be on that that field for the team. You know, and he'll be there in spirit. Luckily, that spirit is still alive, but he'll be there in spirit helping them win that game. And I think that's the route that they have to take is not to feel sorry for him and for the team because they're missing him, but to rally up and win it for him. Yeah, we
1: see a lot of different mixed outcomes when it comes to playing with a heavy heart like, uh, you know, Mississippi State just played on Monday, you know, after Mike Leach passed away and they looked like shit. I mean yeah. I can't believe they won that game to be honest. Uh but you know, miraculously they did. Thank God. And uh we'll we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens um you know, but ultimately uh we really hope DeMar Hamlin um, pulls through with this and uh you know it was uh, it's crazy, man. It's just absolutely insane seeing that scene on Monday.
2: Yeah, like I said, it reminded me I was too young to see it live, but it reminded me when Hank Gathers just collapsed. Before all our times, Irving. That was the 70s. That wasn't the 70s, wasn't it? The 90s? Um, Pretty sure that was the 70s. No, Hank Gathers was in the 90s.
1: There was a dude that died of a heart attack on in the NFL.
2: No, I'm talking about the basketball player. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, and the loyal Marymount player, yeah. Yeah, for LMU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was crazy too. And that dude wasn't even wasn't even physical. That's the worst part. Um, all right well let's try and get some uh positive energy in here. Let's talk about some games this week. Um, so let's start it off with Saturday. We have a big game. this one is for the AFC South here. Um, we got the Jacksonville Jaguars they're gonna be hosting the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee comes in this game seven and nine straight up
0: eight six and two against the spread five and eleven oh. to the over. Before we before we go on, I mean, I do want to kind of go, go back to this game, the Buffalo and Cincinnati, because it does have such implications for the playoffs. Do we think this game ends up getting played? I mean, we talked a little bit about possibly pushing back the start of the playoffs. The I think it all depends
1: on what happens with the KC Raiders game and the Bills-Patriots game. If the Bills don't beat the Patriots, because remember, the Patriots have to win to get in. Yeah. So if the Patriots win that game and the Bills lose, then that Bills-Cincy game doesn't mean anything because Kansas City would hold the number one seed. Yeah. So I think both teams win this week. They they kind of have to. That's when it gets interesting. Who
2: won when the Bills played the Chiefs?
1: Um, the Bills beat the Chiefs, but right now the Chiefs are twelve and three, and or I'm sorry, um, Chiefs are thirteen and and three, and the Bills are twelve and three. So if the Bills lost to Cincinnati, yeah, and, would, yeah. and the and Casey wins on Saturday, then KC would be the
0: number one seed now. Yeah, and that also puts the Bengals would be twelve and four, and the Bills would be twelve and four. Yeah.
1: So but the difference between the two and the three seed isn't that much. Yeah, because it's they're not. it's it's really that one and two and three seed that's the biggest difference. So I I think what ultimately is going to happen is. If KC beats the Raiders and the Bills beat the Patriots, then the NFL is gonna have to they they're gonna have to figure out how to play that game because that's for yeah. the number one seed. Yeah, the Bills Cincy game, um, they might have to push the playoffs back a week and just have the Super Bowl be a one week break. You know, Irv was saying and, that the teams only really like that. Then they would that. have
2: to do no Pro Bowl then, or do the Pro Bowl after the Super Bowl like they used to. Ooh. Nobody cares about the Pro Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. can just cancel the Pro Bowl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that might happen. It just it you all. Know, we'll see. I think this weekend is going to determine how that game gets rescheduled. Yeah, it's all,
1: all right. going to come down to this weekend. So that makes sense. We're going to talk about New England Buffalo in a little bit. Um. But we're gonna Sorry start off. That. No, no, no. It's all good. We're gonna start off with Tennessee, Jacksonville. So Jacksonville's hosting Tennessee. Tennessee seven and nine straight up, eight, six, and two against the spread, five and eleven to the over. Jacksonville's eight and eight straight up, eight, seven, and one against the spread, eight and eight to the over, and four and two at home. Um Tennessee, this game opened at seven. It's been bet down to six. And the totals at forty. What mm-hmm. do you guys think about this game?
2: Um, honestly. The Jags are pretty healthy, and the uh, Titans are missing their quarterbacks. So. And we've seen what Josh Dobbs and Malik Willis has been. Josh Dobbs didn't look too bad. He didn't look too bad, but let me, he me look
1: great. Let me throw this uh, little nugget out to you guys, because I, I saw this on Twitter um, from a guy, Klefta, who's one of the best uh, football handicappers I've ever interacted with. Um, He said the Jags are playing on short rest six days compared to Tennessee, who's playing on extra rest 10 days. Uh, Only 11 other instances in his database since 2000 with the, with one team having a four day rest disadvantage or worse occurring week 15 or on those teams are three, seven and one against the spread. If one team has a short week, like Jacksonville, they are one in five against the spread. What's his name? Klevta. Clefta. Clefta
0: analytics.
2: That's a hell of an analytics right there, buddy.
0: I mean, six and a half is a lot of points for for two teams that both don't score a lot. Um, So that I'm a little bit worrisome there. I like this under. Um, Like I just kind of mentioned, both these teams don't score a lot. Um, And it's going to be raining. So you're going to get a lot of ball drops. You're going to get a lot of, uh, you know, Pushing the run a little bit more than you know those long passes.
1: I think the so, the beneficial thing when when looking at this rest advantage is not only do the Titans get ten days of rest, but they rested everybody last week. So now all did. those guys that were banged up, the Derrick Henrys of the world, like that whole team, is coming in this game extra fresh. It's true. Which is, I they think, still don't have a quarterback. Yeah, but I mean, dude, to be honest, Ryan Tannehill is not the greatest quarterback either. You know what I mean? And Joshua Dobbs in eight days, he looked pretty decent against the Cowboys, who are the number three DVOA defense in the league. But like we spoke about on Sunday, they have had their issues. Mm -hmm. I think the, I just think a division matchup, right? Six and a half points, six points is too many. Last time
0: these two teams played on the 11th. Jackson will beat the shit out of them. What's that? Jackson will beat the shit out of them. Yeah. This team, the Titans
1: much more healthy coming into this game. Yeah. A lot of their guys are probable now, questionable, um, but they have gone through practice. They're getting DBs back. I mean, their offensive line is banged up, but it's been banged up all year.
0: So that's whatever. Uh, yeah, we are going to get Dobbs. Dobbs is confirmed to start. Yeah, Dobbs is playing this game, dude,
1: because he can actually throw the ball. Malik Willis can't. He's uh, he's tripping, but um, yeah. I just wanted to throw that out there because I, I think a lot of people, when they think about this game, they just see, like, Jacksonville's playing a lot better. That's for sure. That's without a doubt. But... You have to keep in mind, dude, that that rest advantage is huge in the NFL. That's a huge advantage in this situation. Yeah. The the NFL did Jacksonville no favors by playing this game on Saturday.
2: Yeah, they only have four I days. Didn't look of- at it like that, but I don't know. Jacksonville did beat the shit out of them last time, so rest could be a factor. But they don't have a. Adequate QB play because Trevor Lawrence has been playing like a top five quarterback these last.
1: Trevor Lawrence has been playing great, dude.
0: I will not disagree with that at all. And they're at You've home. Got Bud Dupree and Zach Cunningham on IR. So their linebacker position. But they've been on IR forever. Listed on the 29th.
1: Bud Dupree, though, he hasn't played in weeks. Jeez. So a lot of that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of these a lot of their injuries, like they've been playing without these guys for so long, but a lot of guys are now coming back. Thompson's coming back. He's probable. Um, he hasn't played in the last two games. Autry's coming back. He sat out last last week. Um Basham's now questionable. Um, Harris, nursing the hamstring, remains to be seen, but he should be plays He's questionable. Derrick Henry, just another week of rest for that guy. Fulton, he'll be coming back. He's missed the last
0: four games. He's questionable. Yeah, but he's going to play. Yeah, I don't see Henry listed as even questionable anymore. So I mean they're
1: getting they're getting guys back, which is yeah. a good thing. This is a banged up team and and a lot of these a lot of these guys in the secondary that are coming back this week weren't playing in that Jacksonville game, yeah when they got shredded in the secondary.
0: I just think six and a half points is too much
1: yeah, I agree in a in a division matchup
0: I think it's going to be a low scoring game, which does not help a large spread like that yeah definitely a Goes.
1: I think the one thing that does benefit Jacksonville is Trevor Lawrence is playing phenomenal. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, their defense has playing really good. I mean, I know it was Houston and, and the Jets, but they only allowed six points in the last two weeks. Yeah, and the, the game against the Jets, dude, you
1: kind of got to put an asterisk next to that because it was a fucking monsoon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was a terrestrial downpour. Tennessee's defense is, I mean, they've been all right, but... They haven't been very good against the pass all year, but they were better against Dak, and they had a lot of backups in. You know what yeah. I mean? But Dak's been great against the run. Yeah, number two against the run, but yeah. ultimately Jacksonville. You know the way Trevor Lawrence has been playing, they can they can sling yeah. that rock. So yep, be interesting this game. Um, so Ben, you like the under? I like the under here. It's a little low, but. So I think the under and 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 Jack and Tennessee kind of go hand in hand. Like if you like the under, you're probably going to lean Tennessee because, you know, if the game goes under forty, what's the chances? It's like
0: it's going to be close. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to give that plus plus six and a half. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, would love seven, but you know, the the hooks working the wrong way in our favor, but. Yep. Mm. What do you think,
2: Irv? will go on a limb here and say, give me the Jags. Minus the six and a half. Nice. I, I think like, the Jags will win.
1: I like Tennessee here. Um Ben you like the under. I like
0: the under too. I think the under is a solid bet. I mean Tennessee plus six and a half. But I think Jags win. Yeah, the the Jags should win.
1: I mean they're the better team. Yeah. But we've seen crazier shit happen. It's very true, which I'm gonna get to in this next game, or not this next game, the game after. Um, all right, we got the New England Patriots heading into Highmark Stadium to face the Buffalo Bills. Uh, New England comes in this game eight and eight straight up, seven and eight and one against the spread, and then seven and nine to the over, four and four on the road. Buffalo's twelve and three straight up, seven seven and one against the spread, five and ten to the over. Um, Buffalo currently laying eight and a half points in this game. The total is at 42 and a half. What do you guys think about this one? I
2: don't don't know. We're going to see.
0: I'm seeing seven and a half, which does change things a little bit.
2: Got the bills coming in. But I'm going to be heavy on their hearts. Like Ben said, that could motivate them. They could rally around it and play super motivated, focused football. But then you got to factor in Bill Belichick is never easy to beat, home or away. Uh, but honestly, I think this game, that game is going to come down to uh, Mac Jones. Yep. Depends on how he plays. Is he going to turn the ball over? Is he going to look like the quarterback we saw versus the uh, the Vikings? Um, it's just a lot of it's a lot of ways he could play. In a lot of ways, this game could go. It could be a complete blowout. Patriots could win a close one or the Bills win a close one. Now, the first two are probably more likely that the Bills blew them out or win a close game because long as the Patriots have that deficiency at the QB position, it's going to be hard for them to beat teams like the Bills who have elite playmaking at that position. I really just wonder, like,
1: how the Bills' mindset is going to be in this game, you know? Like, are they going to get up? For this game, considering what is happening with with Demar Hamlin and kind of the um, uncertainty
2: around his situation, well, are they going to be scared to take a hit? I don't think they're definitely going to miss him though. He hasn't missed a snap all season. I think he was a second or third leading tackler as well. Yeah, and they're I mean, already that's...
1: short at the safety position. Micah hides out for the year.
2: Yeah. <laughs> He stepped up and took o- took over from Micah Hyde. But I, I do agree, Irv in the
1: sense that like, you know, Mac Jones is the you know, if he plays well, New England has a chance. But I mean the guy's just so fucking
2: he's just Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde.
1: Yeah, he's so inconsistent, dude. You just never know what you're gonna get from him.
2: And I have never seen a quarterback that's that mid so full of himself. So. Yep. But I get but I get his frustration though. I'm getting coached by two dudes that ain't never been all a career.
1: Yeah, but I mean, like, he's not anything. He hasn't accomplished much. You know what I mean? So yeah, but he
2: looked a. But usually, as a rookie, your second year you grow, and he looked a lot better his rookie year than he did his than he did this year. Yep. And that all goes back to coaching.
1: I think he has to take some responsibility too, because I mean, he misses a lot of throws too.
2: Uh, but he actually, but when, like Shannon Sharp said it perfect, it's a difference between calling plays to win a game and calling plays to to be reactive to just call plays. And he honestly thinks that Bill is in on the play calling too.
1: I mean, he could be because, I mean, obviously a defensive head coach is going to call plays to not lose a game. More than he is
2: to not win a game. You know what I mean? Like, look it's at the Broncos. A young quarterback that's trying to develop, though. So, basically, from all I see, it seems like Mac Jones is getting a raw deal here. Yeah, but we Bailey Zappi
1: looked hella good.
2: That was just one game, though. And like, and uh, like Ben good said, for, it was he no good for two film for him. When he came out the next game, dude, threw, like, three interceptions. But
1: he came in in the middle of the game.
2: But he still threw three interceptions. Yeah, because they were trailing by, like, 18 points and he had to fucking make some shit happen and he never got and he's never got a chance again so that just goes to show that bailey zappy stuff might have been a one-hit wonder they also
1: invested a first round pick in mac jones they're not just going to give up on him like that after a year
2: yeah well well, you know we've seen it with with wilson he only been in the league a year and a half sure but if they i think he was a second overall pick well, first of all,
1: Mac Jones isn't as bad as Zach Wilson. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. That's a total bad, is bad right? I agree, but I, I think that, you know, I still think New England could try to trade him in the offseason, you know what I mean? And if you bench the guy, it's like there's no way you could trade him. Zach Wilson no. has no trade value, zero trade value.
2: But yeah. even then if you bench somebody, people are still gonna take a chance on him. The Eagles benched Carson Wentz and got a damn second round pick after.
1: Dude, that's because Frank Reich was the coach and cost him his job ultimately.
2: That's the hindsight, it's twenty twenty. I'm just saying, I just think Mac Jones, I don't think he's a great quarterback, but I definitely think he's above average quarterback that can win you games. Like dude made the playoffs as a as a as a rookie. So yeah, behind the second I just think, best defense I think, in the league. Yeah, I get it, but I think New England should be doing a lot better for yeah. that um, I definitely agree with that.
1: I mean to be honest I like the I like the Patriots in this game not maybe not to win but I like them with the points um yeah just because I I don't know how Buffalo's going to come out Buffalo is a better team for sure but I mean New England's still third uh, defense DVOA and their deficiency is stopping the run but the Bills don't really run the ball so I know that last time these two teams played Buffalo fucking Smacked them, but Buffalo's also coming off a couple of losses. They really needed the win.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. Well,
0: Buffalo's actually running the ball more than the Patriots are. Well, the Patriots haven't, their offense is I mean, just terrible, dude. Yeah, and Stevenson's been out as well. So,
1: New England's offense is 26 DVOA. They're 24th in passing, 25th in rushing. So, I mean, they're like, oh, yeah, I they're see. just not good.
2: Yeah, <laughs> they need an oh, OC.
1: Yeah, they definitely do need an offensive coordinator. Um, Buffalo's offense, second total DVOA, second in passing, 11th in rushing. But, like I said, New England's defense are second against the pass. And Matthew Judon has been playing really well.
0: So we'll see. Probably go, because of the hook, that extra .5 there, I'd probably go with the plus 7.5. Just... Numbers-wise, I think that's the smart play.
1: Plus, like, I wouldn't say, like, just because New England's in desperation mode, but I just
0: I, I worry about Buffalo's. Uh,
1: yeah, it could be. Size. That's a 50-50 shot. Yeah.
0: And you don't know.
2: What do you like, Irv? What's the over-under? 42.5. It's pretty low. It's pretty low. I'll probably Buffalo gives up points, so I like the over honestly. Buffalo's only averaging 17 and a half points a game,
0: yeah. But wow, but they score like 20.
1: What, what do they score a game? 24 26.3. I
2: don't know. Defense looked a little shaky against uh Cincinnati that first drive, yeah.
1: But I mean, they were dude, that was a schedule, that was a scripted drive, they were gonna adjust.
0: Uh, Let's see. New England, 21.3
2: points for 19.5 points against. My boy Fleetwood Mac is going to do his thing. I I like the over. Yeah, I
1: I like New England plus 7.5, and I kind of lean the over too. What's the weather like? I know it's going to be cold there.
0: 35 degrees and cloudy. It's no wind? Uh, None listed. Yeah. I mean, mean both of these guys are used to the cold, so.
1: Yeah, I like the over and, and uh, New England nice. plus the points. Um, all right, let's move on to our next game. Another AFC East battle. Um, Jets are eliminated from the playoffs. Miami can still make the playoffs with a win and a Patriots loss and a Steelers loss, or just no, they just need the Patriots to lose, right?
2: Then they beat the Steelers. Did yeah, they they play, beat, didn't they, they play the Steelers this year? They beat the Steelers. Yeah, then they would just yeah. need the Patriots to lose, then.
1: Yeah, so they need they need the Patriots to lose and they need to win. Um so this game, currently, Miami's laying one point at home against the Jets. The Jets are seven and nine straight up, eight and eight against the spread, five and eleven to the over, and four and four on the road. They're a better road team than they are on, at home. Uh, Miami's eight and eight straight up, eight and eight against the spread, eight and eight to the over. And they're five and two at home. The total is
2: at thirty-eight and a half right now, fellas. What do you guys think?
0: Tua is out.
2: Yep. I think Teddy check down can get the job done, man. The Jets look cooked, bro. Mike White has looked worse and worse every start. They do have a good defense, but that defense can only be on the field so long before they get worn down. And is Teddy
1: actually home. playing this game though?
2: He should be playing because I know he left he then he he left uh a, a, Seahawks game finger with a, injury um, last week. Yeah. He had a knee injury or was an ankle injury finger, finger. Well, he should be out right. throwing hand or non throwing hand. Let me see.
1: Uh, uh, dislocated right pinky finger in his throwing hand.
2: Damn, pinky too, dude. It's like throwing a ball like this. <laughs> That might help. You really need it's your thumb. Like, you like really this. need your thumb in your end day. You need <laughs> really need these three fingers, especially the thumb. But I don't know. You you should be hyping up your boy Skylar Thompson. Let's uh if, if I, Teddy I'll, can go. I like
1: I mean Skylar didn't look terrible last week, you know, but I think a week of preparation is a little bit easier on a quarterback too. I think getting thrown into a situation is a little tough. That's true. But listen to this. So this one is also from Clefta. Teams that need to win their final two games versus teams that are out of the playoffs are 57-95 and since 2000. That's 37% against the spread. So just because you need to win does not mean that you will win.
0: They're not playing the Jets' offense, though. I mean, they can't pass the ball. They can't run (laughs) the ball. Yeah, but Ben, the Jets have
1: one of the best defenses in the league.
0: That's true, but you have to put up points to win a game, and they're not going to be putting up any points.
1: Well... I will say this the jets offense whatever Jets defense very great,
2: yeah what, but is the, jets the defense going be getting put is the Jets defense gonna be getting picked sixes and scooping scores Well, what it's I'm also going to
1: say is that Miami's defense isn't very great. miami's defense seventeenth d v o a yeah, but, but when has but look has, at the
0: jets offense yeah what's, who what's, has the jets offense they be with thirty leading? second in the league. I mean, nah, Brees Hall has played seven games and
2: still 20, has more
1: rushing yards. They're 25th, 25th, the 25th overall, 25th passing,
2: 21st rushing. Um, yeah, that defense can't keep saving that offense, bro. And they couldn't do it last week either against a Seahawks team that has been playing terrible. Why,
1: I never so, understood why everyone was on the Jets last week because traveling from the east to west coast is not an easy, that's a tough matchup. Yeah, dude. that's
2: neither here nor there. This is going to be an east coast matchup. Division and matchup in the
1: Jets. In- and you could sit here and say the Jets aren't motivated, but the Jets have an opportunity to end the Dolphins season.
2: In- yeah, we didn't say they're not motivated. We're just saying that offense can't produce enough points for them to beat anybody that can put points on the board.
1: Yeah, but how do we mm-hmm. know what, what Miami is going to produce?
2: Okay, and but even if Miami defense is not that good, we've seen worse defenses shut this damn offense completely down.
1: No, what I'm saying is that – the. Last week they could only they only scored twenty one against the Patriots, right?
2: The Patriots one of the best defenses in the league, though.
1: Yeah, and the
0: Jets are better.
2: Yeah, and but the Patriots offense can score points. The Jets Jets definitely put
0: six points up on Seattle defense. Yeah, like not (laughs) great.
2: And Seattle defense ain't that much better than they put three points up on
0: Jacksonville the week before. Kind
1: of like the Jets here in this spot, dude. I just, I Miami's coming off six straight losses. I mean, they five and two
0: at home, I and mean, the Jets are coming off at least five.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't like either. I think both these teams aren't that good, but I think Miami, like they're riding so high, dude, and like they're they've just come to a fucking crashing halt, dude.
2: Well, injuries played a big part in that.
0: I mean, and you can say the same thing with the Jets. They yeah. have that four game win streak. And then just you know, what are they, seven and two after that? Sorry, two and seven after that? Yeah. Both these teams I think are uh, they could both use this win heading into the offseason. Yeah, and my name Miami needs it to get into the playoffs, so I think they have that extra. I just think in. Miami
1: against good defenses hasn't been great all year. I know the Jets offense isn't particularly well, but
2: and it's a pickup. Even if, even if Miami defense ain't been good all year, if the Jets score six points, they not beat nobody.
1: Oh, but they could win this game like 17 to 10 like they did the last time they both played. Actually, uh, they beat the dog shit out of them.
2: 17 to 10 last time they played. Who was the quarterback? Uh Zach Wilson. Okay. And is he starting now? No. Do they did they have Brees Hall that game?
0: Yes. No, I don't think yeah. they did actually.
2: Yeah. What week did they play? Uh, five. Yeah, they had Brees Hall because he didn't get hurt till the middle of the season.
0: He got yeah, hurt again. He had eighteen carries, ninety-seven yards, and a touchdown. Yeah, that was a week before he got hurt.
2: Yeah. So and Skylar Thompson also
1: played that game. Well, yeah, because oh yeah, that was a game. I um, was looking to it in play. Yeah.
2: So Skylar Thompson can muster up between ten and seventeen points. They're gonna win the game because mm-hmm. the Jets gonna kick three field goals.
1: Gimme the Jets here. Mine uh plus the one.
0: Breece Hall was top receiver and rusher. I think the <laughs> Jets <laughs> are gonna
1: end Miami's season on Sunday.
2: Everyone and their mom's gonna be on the Dolphins too. So I see I, it as a pick'em, by the way. Yeah, it is a pick'em. Shit. If Tua was playing, it probably wouldn't be one, but
0: Gimme Where are you seeing it a pick'em at? Um, ESPN, my bookie,
2: and on I think Bovada has it as a pick one too. Yeah, points bet got it as a uh,
1: plus one. Anyways. So you guys are on Miami. I'm on yeah. the Jets. I'll take it at a pick too.
2: And definitely take that under seventy-three
0: and sunny in Miami. Because of of uh
1: Miami, Pittsburgh, Seattle, one of those three teams is losing for sure. Probably two out of three are losing to teams that have no business beating them. I can almost guarantee it. What do you think over under thirty eight and a half? That's low. I would probably lean the under, just because all the Jets games I feel like go under. Yeah. But Jets uh, under. I think it also depends. I mean, this line at pick probably tells me Skylar Thompson's playing, which I think also benefits the Jets. Jets are. Why
0: is this only showing me? Oh, over under five and eleven, under eleven, over five times.
1: Yeah. It's definitely. I lean the under there. But who knows, man? Skylar Thompson could throw a couple of pick sixes. One thing about Teddy Bridgewater is you know he's not going to try to force anything, so he's not going to turn it over, yeah. which would probably benefit the Dolphins. But if he's not playing, definitely lean the Jets there. All right.
2: Mike White, a turnover machine,
1: too. Who? Mike White? Yeah. Yeah, he, he is. He definitely is. He tries to force too much. All right. Well, let's move on to Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Uh so Pittsburgh will be hosting the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland comes into this game, they're eliminated. Seven and nine straight up, eight and eight against the spread, seven, eight and one to the over. Pittsburgh's eight and eight straight up, nine six and one against the spread, six and ten to the over. Uh Pittsburgh currently laying two and a half. The total is at forty. What do you think about this one? Give me Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh 5-1 and one in their last six games. The way that
2: defense is playing, the offense is scoring just enough and, and scoring because they know the defense is not giving up more than, I'll say, 17 or 20 points a game. Cleveland has been good in their last six, too, though, 4-2. and two. Yeah, but Deshaun's been looking terrible, and this is going to be the best defense he's played since he came back. Yeah.
1: Um, Browns are one in four against the spread in their last five matchup. But keep in mind, dude, teams that need to win versus teams out of the playoffs are fifty-seven and 37 percent against the spread since
2: two thousand. I'm that's telling because, you, dude. The last two weeks, though, right? Yeah, the last two. Yeah, but that's that's against the spread. Is that winning and losing included in that too, or just it was against the spread? Just well, this game's at two and a half, so it's.
1: They don't cover. They're likely going to lose. I'm not saying they are, but they're likely going to lose.
2: Yeah, they should definitely win by. I'm telling that you
1: that. right now, of Miami, Pittsburgh, Seattle, two of these teams are losing this weekend.
2: Yeah, Seattle's losing probably because they've been playing like complete dog shit. And Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season, so
1: he hasn't. And he's good against the Browns.
2: And, I, and yeah, he owns the Browns, so I'll put my money on Mike Tomlin against the Browns outside of that playoff game a couple years ago.
1: I'm going to go yeah. with, with Cleveland covering this game here.
2: Yeah, they can cover, but I don't think they win.
1: Um, Pittsburgh offense, 20th passing, 10th rushing. Cleveland's defense has been much imp- improved. Um. They're 13th against the pass, 29th against the rush, but, I mean, dude, they were 32nd against the rush for pretty much the majority of the first half of the year.
2: Yeah, but the Steelers are a run team, and they cannot stop the run. I mean,
1: Cleveland hasn't given up a ton of rush yards in the last few games.
2: And have they faced running teams? And no, played Washington? Washington. They faced so, Washington, the Saints, which was Baltimore it? fucking blizzard yeah, the Saints the Baltimore didn't have Lamar, so that tech that's definitely gonna affect their run game. Cincinnati they lost twenty three to ten.
1: Um Houston they won.
2: Team yeah, don't throw Houston is the worst team in
1: football. Yeah, but they won that game like fucking they shouldn't have won that game to be honest. They won that game on on all defensive and, and special teams touchdowns. But I mean it's not like Pittsburgh's out here fucking dominating teams.
2: They're not, but the Browns they've been skating by, and Pittsburgh has been actually beating quality opponents. Yeah, but skating by and those quality op- opponents.
0: I mean, Pittsburgh's basically beat, beat the same teams. Baltimore, they beat, three points on Vegas.
1: Yeah, they beat Baltimore without Lamar. T- or once they lost to him without Lamar. Once mm-hmm. they beat the dog shit Raiders in that fucking blizzard game.
2: But we all know the Raiders ain't as trash as a record, though. Yeah, but
1: they were at home and it was 36 degrees. Derek Carr, it has like zero wins
2: in cold weather. Derek Carr's afterthought now. We don't, we don't care about players that's riding the bench they, and away from their team. They beat Carolina. Shout out to MAGA Magacar. They beat Atlanta. I mean, dude,
1: they they beat Indianapolis. Dude, they're not beating good teams, bro. <laughs> yeah. So
2: yeah. You can, you, <laughs> you can say
0: what you want about. though.
1: You can say what you. I don't think Cleveland's a bad team. I mean, dude, they're seven and nine. You know, a few of their games were like coin flip games. They go the other way. It's kind of similar to Minnesota, except they had the they had the opposite of what Minnesota yeah. had. You know, that Jets game was a fucking miracle that they lost.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the
0: the well, um Cleveland, if they had Deshaun that whole first half of the year. Oh, they're probably in the playoffs right now. Different. And Deshaun yeah, hasn't just,
1: even played that great, but he's he's done
0: enough in these last few weeks. They would have beat the Jets, they would have beat the Falcons.
2: They would have beat is in it's Cleveland it's, or is in, in, Pittsburgh. in Pittsburgh? Oh yeah, give me Pittsburgh. They're not losing to Cleveland at home. Yeah, oh, I'm I'm with gonna... that. I don't know about three points though. Yeah. I'll do Pittsburgh. I'll do Moneyline, but Moneyline's play like 180. Uh, Moneyline 150 is 155. Yeah, not bad.
1: And, and Cleveland runs the ball against everybody. Don't matter who they play, they run the ball against them.
2: Yeah, they can run the ball all they want. Well, they'll be able to pass the ball. Pittsburgh's got a decent rush defense. Pittsburgh rushing the ball. As you said they 10th. And mm. the Browns are twenty against the run. Yeah, yeah. the The Browns haven't been good running the ball.
1: I mean, Pittsburgh they've been better running the ball, but they've only their biggest weakness was running the ball most of the year. But they have been better. One hundred ninety eight rushing yards against uh, Baltimore. One hundred six against the Raiders. One hundred fifty six against Carolina. Sixty five against Baltimore. The first one. They definitely made a statement last week. Rushing the football.
2: Yeah, give me Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm gonna take Cleveland plus a two and a half. That actually might be my best bet. Pack Cleveland the fuck up. Well, they already packed up. They're gonna be packed up even more. Put their ass in the dirt on all Sunday.
1: Alright, let's move on to this la- uh second to last game. We got the Rams at the Seahawks. Is this at Seahawks?
2: I think yeah. so. Yeah, it is In at Seattle. Seahawks.
1: Uh currently the Seahawks minus six and a half. Um Rams coming to this game five and eleven straight up, six nine and one against the spread, six and ten to the over, and they're one and six on the road. Mm-hmm. Seattle eight and eight straight up, seven and nine against the spread, and they're four and four at home. The total is at forty one and a half. Rams coming off a thirty one ten blowout against uh the Chargers. They got blown out, and then Seattle coming off a dominant win against the Jets at home. What do you guys
2: think about this game? Um game you got you got a team that's been playing that was playing decent football, surprising a lot of folks. And now it's like they came back to earth. I wouldn't even blame Gino. It's just the defense gives up a lot of big plays. It's most of the time putting the offense in bad spots. They looked it better last week against the Jets, but the Jets couldn't do shit on offense. So just that home field advantage ain't the same. It used to be you go to Seattle, you'll be lucky not to get blowed out. Now you go to Seattle, it's either going to be a close game, comes down to a field goal, maybe a touchdown. So, And then offensive line is regressed. But that was due to rookies. Like, this team has been dependent on a lot of first- and second-year players. And if they don't continue to rise to the occasion week after week after week, you see a big drop-off. So they do got a bright future, though. They can figure out the QB position. They got they solved the line issues. They got two damn good corners. They probably could use another pass rusher on defense and maybe a linebacker. So, like, Pete Carroll, he's, he's built a pretty decent team. He just needs a quarterback, and they'll probably be right back in the mix for division titles and be in the hunt for being Super Bowl. Can will be a Super Bowl threat in the NFC going forward if they get the quarterback position figured out.
1: I think six and a half is way too many points.
2: Yeah, yeah, especially because it's the gonna Seahawks. be raining in yeah. Seattle. And
0: yeah. uh, but you got to think about it, Baker looked like normal Baker last week,
2: yeah, no. like he didn't Baker look like Baker against the Broncos. No,
0: no he didn't. Um no.
1: and last week, I mean I the Chargers are just a better team offensively. Like Chargers got all their offensive weapons back. Mm-hmm. Um and Seattle, you know, this this game's just too close. This it's too many points, dude. Yeah, for six and a half, it's it's too many. The Rams are all four right. and oh against the spread in their last four meetings against the Seahawks. The favorites five and two against the spread. The home teams five and two ATS. The under is five and two. Yeah, I was just going to say, I think 41.5 is too much. Yeah, I'd probably go
0: under here. What time is this game at? 4.25 p.m. Eastern? Yeah, 1.25 Pacific. In the rain.
1: Yeah. And the Rams have been running the ball pretty well lately, too.
2: Yeah, it is. Cam Akers is finally out the doghouse.
1: Yeah. And Seattle hasn't been able to stop the run for shit. Seattle, 24th DBOA against the Rush. Yeah, I like the Rams plus the six and a 6.5 here. I just think it's too many points. If I lose, I lose whatever. I'll take the L on that one. But I, I just can't lay 6.5 with Seattle right now, dude. That's way too many points. That's far too many. I know the Rams offensively, they're not anything special, but the Broncos defense went into that game and they were a top five defense in the league. Number one red zone defense in the league. And fucking the Rams picked them apart, dude.
2: Yeah. Like I said... Six and a half is too much, even at home for them. Yep. Yep. Like it. I like it.
1: All right, let's move into our last game. This is the last game of the day, which is fucking stupid as shit. Because if Seattle loses, then this game is uh Or I'm sorry, if Seattle wins, this game is irrelevant. Now then, if Seattle wins, then if Green Bay wins, they still make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. But Detroit doesn't. Detroit, even if they win, they wouldn't make the playoffs. This game should have been played earlier because of that. Because Detroit could...
0: Yes, yeah. if s- Seattle wins, then they're in. If And it doesn't matter who wins this game. Seattle
1: has a tiebreaker over the Packers.
0: Uh, division tiebreak was initially used to eliminate Green Bay.
1: Yeah, so Seattle wins and neither of these two, t- this game doesn't even matter. Why
0: are they? Uh, yeah. Well, are you- no, because then they're both four and two. Then it would go to conference, right? Let's so see. They'd both be four and two in division.
1: What's their conference the record?
0: Conference. Seattle right now is five and six. Green Bay six and five. All right. So
1: here's what we got right now. Here, here's what we got. Clinching scenarios. Right here. Uh Green Bay wins, they're in. Seattle has to win and a Green Bay loss. Yeah. Detroit has to have a Seattle loss, and they have to beat Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay just has to win, and they're in. Yeah. So basically, this game—if Seattle wins, then this game comes down to Sunday Night Football, and Detroit has nothing to play for. They can only end the Packers' season. Yeah. So right now, the Packers laying four and a half on the road. I mean, at home. Sorry, at home. Lane four and a half. Uh, both these teams are eight and eight. Uh, Detroit eleven and five against the spread. Packers eight and eight against the spread. Detroit ten and six to the over. Green Bay eight and eight on the over. Packers are five and two at home. Green Bay is three and f- I mean, I'm sorry. Um, Detroit's three and four on the road. Yeah. Currently, Packers lane four and a half. The totals
2: forty nine. What do you guys think about this one? Aaron Rodgers is hot. The Lions have been consistently one of the highest-scoring teams in the league. I think it's going to be a shootout, but I also think Rodgers comes through in the clutch and wins this game for the uh, the Green Bay Packers. Do they cover four and a half? Uh, they can cover four and a half because sometimes the Lions offense could completely disappear. And yeah. that Green Bay defense is playing the best it's played all season.
0: Yeah, I'm just looking at the the wins that the Lions have had in the last you know, couple games, and they haven't been, well, I guess, never mind, I take that back because the Packers haven't been uh, too impressive either. Minnesota, Miami, and the Packers, Rams, and Chicago. The Packers should have lost that Miami
2: game, dude. Yeah. yeah. They had three interceptions from Tua. Lost them that game.
1: Concussed. They had no business winning that game. They were not the
0: best team on the field that day see we look at uh how let's look at the scores of the chicago game three weeks difference here packers won 28 19 lions won 41 to 10 you look at the minnesota game packers win uh 41 17 lions win for 34 23 so it's about a wash between those two The the thing that's concerning about backing the Packers
1: in this spot is that the Lions have one of the best offensive lines in football. And uh, they're able to run the ball pretty effectively. I know they didn't run the ball very well against Carolina, but that's because they threw for so much and the pass was just working that they just kept throwing the football. Um, And they ended up losing that game. Um, But... You know, against the Jets, they ran for 107 yards. The Jets are one of the best de- uh, rush defenses in the league. Rush for 134 against Minnesota. Um, they rushed for 265 yards last week, dude. Mm. So I think if they're able, and, and let's remember, Green Bay, not good against the rush all year. One of the worst teams against the rush. 31st against the rush, DVOA. Part of the reason why I like Green Bay against Minnesota is because Minnesota can't rush the ball. They haven't been able to rush the ball all year. They're one of the worst rushing teams, you know, and so is Miami. So, it's like a counter to, you know, they, they're they just not a good matchup against Green Bay. But the, build, the Lions can run the ball. They can score the football. And now they got two pass rushers that are looking damn good in the last few weeks. Playing some damn good football, but their defense does concern me. I think this. I, I'm with you, or I think this could be a shootout, and I think honestly this could come down to the last possession. Mm-hmm. And a field goal, field goal could separate this game, which is why I like Detroit plus the four and a half points. Yeah. yeah. If this was three, oh my god, I'd fucking hammer the shit out of Green. Bay. But so would everybody else, which is why this line is four and mm-hmm. a half. <laughs> I just think four and a half is too much. in. Uh... Because even if Seattle does win, I don't think this line will definitely move. So, like, I wouldn't bet this line right now. Mm-hmm. Because if Seattle wins, this line's going to go up to, like, six, six and a half. Because then Detroit has nothing to play for, right? But they could still... Play to end the Packers' season, but the general betting market is going to say, "Well, I'm going to take Green Bay because Detroit has nothing to play for now, and and Green Bay does." Yeah, but Detroit keeping the Packers out is that's I mean huge for them. You know their head coach Dan Campbell. You know those guys always play hard. They played hard all of last year, and they played mm-hmm. meaningless games since October of last year. You know what yeah. I mean? And they played
0: hard yeah they're I mean, one of the best even, teams even at the eight and nine this year this it's gonna be a winning season for them
1: oh for sure their win total was what five and a half?
0: yeah
1: I mean they're they surpassed expectations, you know what I mean It's a tone setting game to head into next season too yeah so i I wouldn't play this right now because of the fact that if Seattle wins, I think this number goes up, but on the flip side. <laughs> Seattle loses, I bet this number comes down. Hmm. Which is interesting. So if you think Seattle's gonna win, I would wait to bet this. If you think Seattle's yeah, gonna don't. lose, yeah, that might be a great, great idea, dude. At halftime or right before the game ends, if Seattle's losing. <laughs> It's just the way the market works, man.
0: What time's that Rams Seahawks game? Then? One twenty-five. Oh, okay. Right before. Yeah. Okay. So, who do you guys like in this game? I, I think you're right on it. Four and a
2: half is just too much. So I'm gonna go Detroit here. Detroit cover. I got. I'll get. I'll do the Packers winning outright
0: let's go
2: y'all all right let's get some best bets or what do you got I'm gonna do the under uh 38 for the uh, the jets and the um that's 42 isn't uh,
1: it is it 42 and a half or 38 38 and a half 38
2: and, 30 and a half all right and then I'm gonna do uh, Give me what other game do we go over? A lot of them. Oh, give me the um, the Rams plus six and a half.
0: I, I like that Rams plus six and a half. Also going to go with that one, and I'm going to go Dolphins. Uh, right now, money line is sitting at uh, minus one fifteen. All right,
1: I'm going. Uh, th- tennessee plus six and a half and then i was gonna go Rams six and a half because i like that one too but since you guys both took it i'm gonna go cleveland plus two and a half
2: that could be our one that we always on
1: did we hit that one last week because i know we were all on one last week
2: Who, who was we all on last week um
1: Oh no, we didn't. Oh yeah, we were uh well me and you were on Green Bay minus three. That one hit it. Ben wasn't on that one. Alright, so Irv under 38 and a half. Uh Jets Miami. LA Rams plus six and a half. Ben Rams plus six and a half. Miami money line minus one fifteen. Yep. I'm going Tennessee plus six and a half and Cleveland plus two and a half. There we go. Thanks. Nice. Let's get some fucking winners. Thank you, everybody, for uh, tapping in with us. Make sure to go to devour.com or download the devour app straight to your mobile device. Use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. That's craft beer delivered straight to your front door. You don't even have to leave your seat. Um, enjoy week 18, the final week. Prayers up for uh, DeMar Hamlin. Yep. Um, and then uh, Irvin and I will be back tomorrow night to this uh we'll be talking the college football national championship between the tcu horn frogs and the georgia bulldogs um we'll also be talking a little bit of uh transfer portal news and stuff too so definitely gonna want to tap into that very much looking forward to that i'm very sad the college football season is coming to an end but excited for the national championship and then after that it's all college basketball baby yes let's go (laughs) 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 woo Hey, That's the best sport, Ben. Uh, for Mi- for Swerving Irving, Washington, Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson, I'm Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks, lads. We'll catch y'all later. Thanks for hanging out with us. Peace.